Hi there, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation, the daily bite-sized podcast to inspire topics for you to ruin family dinners and social gatherings. Join me, your humble narrator, Rodney Smith, as we will be discussing pressing topics today, such as Joe Biden doing a great job, why you should drive slow in the left lane, company profit gains, and much more fun for the whole entire family. This is Dangerous Misinformation. Let's do it. Welcome. This is Dangerous Misinformation, your favorite podcast, my favorite place to be, and uh, the lizard people's least favorite thing in the world. Appreciate you joining me. My name is Rodney Smith. Uh, you can follow me on any social media pretty much that is user-friendly, that isn't a complete piece of garbage like Rumble, for instance. Um I'm there too. I just don't know how to use it. I can't figure it out. Uh, I love the idea that they made a platform where you can say whatever the fuck you want, but why can't we do two things hand in hand where you can say say whatever you want on a platform and it actually works? Uh, so I don't know. Anyways, you can find me on most social platforms at Lord Petty in some forms of underscores. Just look for the pasty face and the red hat. And you will find me. You can get my book on Amazon, The Petty Principles, Volume 1, for $6.69 delivered straight to your house, fresh off the press, printed exclusively for you. And um, yeah, you can get the stuff that we can't say on the interwebs. And uh, you can do whatever you want else in life. I just appreciate you being here, man. Appreciate the big old energy energy exchange of swapping of you being here. This is the 222nd episode of this podcast, and that is fucking nuts to me. We've done a month now. For It used to just be one, one podcast a week, right? And I still thought, oh, I'm working hard. And then I set a challenge. I challenged myself. I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna try to do two weeks where I do a podcast every single day. And I'm just going to see how it goes. I'm just going to see what happens. And I figured I would run out of material really quick, but instead... Instead, all it's done is uh, it's like put me into this next gear where I think there's this one thing, though, where I get super excited to record this podcast the whole day. And then I sit down and I just kind of get I like space out and I forget I like I have so much. Right. I have so much. I have this thing. I'm literally uh, on the spectrum in some way because I'll I'll have so many things. I'll have so many things going through my brain, so many ideas and all that. Sometimes I don't know where the fuck to start. And then when I sit down, it's like, "Uh," that's why uh, writing is a lot. That's why I'm a reader and a writer and a talker. I enjoy talking. I think talking, speaking, talking shit, adding my little twists and vernaculars is my favorite part about uh, expressing myself because you can do things with the auditory you cannot do as with writing. But uh, as far as intaking the information, I prefer to uh, read it and whatnot. But anyways, please leave a rating. Please subscribe and do all those good things you know that help us out. And please, please, please share the podcast with somebody. I told you on the last episode, I'm going to say it a couple more times because I never know whose first time it is listening to this podcast. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, appreciate you joining us, growing with us, joining this adventure. You are much, much, much welcome, and anybody's welcome here. I don't give a fuck what you pee out of. I don't give a fuck what you identify as. I don't give a fuck what color your skin is. I don't give a fuck what thing you pray to in the sky. It doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is that we all treat each other with respect 
and make fun of the things that are stupid about each other. There's plenty of stupid things about me and you should be able to make fun of them. As soon as you are trying to censor people, right? As soon as you're trying to shut people up, you're in the wrong. If you disagree with somebody, block them. Block them, uh, do whatever you gotta do, but or just remove them out of your life if it's in real life or on the internet. Just remove these, move the things you don't like. But as soon as you're trying to silence them, you're in the wrong. Everybody has even a fucking Satanist, uh, uh, these Hamas people, uh, uh, the the Westboro Baptist Church, like the worst of the worst. They are allowed to voice their opinions. And instead of shutting them down, what we need to do is beat them with logic because logic tends to prevail. Um, even though sometimes it doesn't like, I don't think there was voter fraud. I do think Joe Biden got 81 million votes just because there's a lot of fucking stupid people. And it shows how powerful the media is. The only corruption I think that happened during that election was just the mass psyop by the mainstream media and the Hollywood elites and whatnot of convincing the average person about the type of monster that Donald Trump is, because why wouldn't they do that to the guy that's coming after them? Of course he has his own ego. Of course he has his own drive and own ambitions and blah, blah, blah. You have to be kind of a megalomaniac to want to be the president of the goddamn United States. Okay. Think about any, there's no way I would ever want that job. Okay. So, but if, if, if you're good at it and you have those personality traits, why not? You know what I mean? And uh, he came out, he couldn't be bought. I don't know. You know the story. If you're listening to this, you don't need to hear this shit. And if you're going to tell somebody to listen to this who doesn't agree with this, they're probably never going to listen to this. They're going to see a t- oh, dangerous misinformation. What is this, a Joe Rogan spinoff? <laughs> Fuck off, dude. <laughs> who cares, bro? But yeah, I think... Um, uh, realistically, I think Joe Biden's doing a great job. Okay. For a guy with dementia, he is doing a superb job because if you've ever gone into work, extremely hungover or feeling sick or tired, didn't get any sleep the night before it's hard as shit to be productive. It's hard as fuck to get anything done. And usually then if you go back and look at what you did the day before where you weren't feeling well, uh, you probably feel pretty terrible about it, right? So imagine if you had dementia. Imagine if you were like 90 years old and you had dementia and you were uh, the face of a shadow government, right? For being all these things, right? For a guy that shits his pants and falls off of a bicycle and sniffs kids, he's doing a pretty fucking good job, dude. The world is still standing, okay? I mean, there might be two wars on two simultaneous fronts that wouldn't have happened if somebody with any sort of authority and any sort of intimidation factor and any sort of competence would have had uh, the borders closed showing strengths in our country and then showing people overseas if they fuck around and they find, they'll find out. Kind of how he stopped nuclear war from breaking out in North Korea and everybody thought, oh, when Trump becomes president, the world's going to fall apart and all the things that have happened under Joe Biden are going to happen. But he's still, my point still stands for being a guy with dementia. He's the greatest president. Joe Biden is the greatest president with dementia we've ever had. And I think that we ever will have. And I can't imagine a scarier job than being Joe Biden's doctor. Can you imagine being the person pumping the president of the United States full of enough drugs to go on TV and read that fucking teleprompter, stumbling through it? That guy, they have to, he has to be pumped full of so much, uh, I don't even know what they give him, right? I, I have no idea, right? Remember when Trump got COVID and he was good within like two days and then the rest of us were all laying on fucking, when I say us, well, not me, but the rest of the population was laying on ventilators and having to get the, uh, the experimental... Uh, Jabbo juice. You know what I'm saying? 
So God knows what kind of uh, shit that they pump into butthole Biden just to make him be able to get up to the podium and recite the things that his handlers are telling him to say before his wife grabs him by the hand and gives him his warm milk and tucks him into bed at night. Uh, so we can go bail his kid out from making millions of dollars overseas in Ukraine. Anyways, dude, I think it's super racist. Um, I think it is really racist that they are locking up essential items in selected targets. Okay, let me start that over. I think it is super racist that they are locking up essential items in certain targets in inner city areas because uh, who lives in inner city areas? People of color, okay? So this means when young black teenagers want to go loot, they have to drive like 20 miles to go be able to loot because all the shit's locked up in their own neighborhood. And that is fucking racist because if we know anything about young black people, according to Democrats, is that they don't have driver's licenses. They don't have IDs. So how the frick are they supposed to get from point A to point B so they can go steal laundry detergent? That makes no sense. And that is the most racist shit I've ever experienced in my 33 years of life besides when they shut down movie theaters and black people had nowhere to speak. Um, yeah, it's messed up, dude. We've came, uh, you know, I thought Riley Reed has broken down all racial barriers and we've moved beyond this nonsense. I thought we've moved beyond this sort of discrimination and, uh, it makes me appalled. It makes me appalled to be an American knowing that these injustices are going on. It makes me want to side with the Hamas people putting, uh, towels around, Washington DC monuments heads, you know, because that is just beautiful. There's nothing that shows more how far we've came uh, with our inclusions than showing people supporting a terrorist organization, uh, spray painting our national murals and standing outside of the same white house that let them in, right? The same people that opened up their borders and let you in and invited you to come in and get away from the war torn place that you came from and make a better life for yourself. There's no better way of saying thank you than going and spray painting their national murals and putting your flags over them, right? Cause why would you ever, who, why would you move to a new country and not bring the old bullshit with you that you escaped from. You know what I mean? That would make zero sense. It would make zero sense to pack up all your shit to try to get away from the things that made you flee in the first place and then leave them there. Like, why would you take on the new identity of the nationality that now you're living at that has welcomed you with open arms and given you every opportunity in the world to succeed? That would just be silly. Um, I'm just a silly guy, you know? I got dreams. I got ambitions. I have silly little things that cross my mind that I think are possible. And that's just something that I think is possible, but I don't think is ever going to happen. And it might just be an unrealistic ask, but you know, you ever just sit in one of those meetings where it's a big company wide meeting and you're all sitting there. And then one of the, one of the mid-level managers gets up there and they start talking about all the profit, all the gains that the company made. And they start showing all these charts about how much more money the company made that year. And everybody's sitting like, oh yeah, like high-fiving and clapping with each other. But none of you ever get a raise. So you just gotta sit there. And uh, I remember the very first time this happened to me, right? And I made the dumbest decision where I, because I'm stupid, I raise my hand. I say, oh, so, so what's gonna happen with all this new money coming in? And then the response was like, whoa, what do you mean? That's just company, it's company profits. Like, oh, so we're not getting a bonus or we're not getting anything. Okay. It's just going into, uh, 
the bows is just going into Rick Ross's pockets, huh? And that is what I can't do, dude. I don't give a fuck. I can't do it anymore, bro. I can't sit in these environments where I got to put pronouns in my email handle and be like, as per my last email, or go work hourly standing in some fucking... Ah, oh, dude, it's terrible. Excuse me. Oh, man. Just the thought of, like, dealing with that shit, bro. I got my, my back's against the fucking wall, bro. I need you guys to share this goddamn podcast because my back's against the fucking wall. I'm, uh, but it feels good. It feels good to have your back against the wall. Like, I always like, I love being under pressure. I love pressure, getting comfortable, like, Comfort is a step towards death, okay? The more comfortable you are, the more the closer you are to death. When you put your body and your emotions and your mind through through uh, strenuous situations, that's how you become alive, right? It's like taking a cold shower. It's how you replenish all the mitochondria in your body or the how you when you work out you break the muscle down to build new muscle like you need to strain yourself to be able to get better things and that's how it is with life too with the intangibles you gotta have your back against the wall you just gotta say fuck it and quit your job and not have a backup plan and then just dive deep into something and uh you know burn the ships bro burn the fucking ships that's my advice. And I don't know if you want to take that advice because it hasn't paid off for me. Uh, you know, six months ago, I had 50 grand in a checking account, and now I do not have 50 grand in a checking account. So take that with, you know, but maybe a year from now, let's have this conversation again when you, you might be sitting there at your job that you're too scared to quit. And I'm sitting there making hundreds of thousands of dollars for talking shit and entertaining people. Um, who knows? Uh, but I know. That's what I, I see. I see it. I don't dream it. I see it. I work towards it. I try to put the pieces together. And it's not even a money thing for me. I don't give a fuck about the money. I'm telling you right now, I could be a millionaire. I'm going to be wearing the same shit. I'm going to have the same watch on. I'll have a nicer camera and probably have a nicer setup here because I can hire people to do that for me. But I'm still going to be driving a Ford Escape because I think the Ford Escape is the greatest. The 2017 Ford Escape is the greatest sports car ever invented. And yes, I call it a sports car. It just depends on what sport you're referring to, okay? It's a sports car. If I take it to go play golf, that's a sport, all right? If golf can be a sport, my Ford is 2017 Ford Escape can be a sports car, okay? It's got all-wheel drive. It gets like 25 miles to the gallon. It's got a turbo engine in it, all right? 2.4 four-cylinder engine, right? It's pretty quick. I think it tops out at like 120 or something like that, but I've never had to go that fast because the acceleration with the all-wheel drive and the grip just whoop. So, uh, but anyways, I could be a millionaire. I would still just be driving my lesbian Ford Escape until it runs into the ground. And uh, I don't give a fuck about money. The only thing I want is to not have to listen to somebody go, hey, jump. And then I got, I got to jump because uh, somebody else has to make themselves feel important with the backing of a giant corporation behind them. That's why I just don't, I don't care how successful somebody is. I don't care how much money somebody, it doesn't impress me. The only thing that impresses me is people that build businesses. If you're not building a business or creating an art, or if, if you're not the person that's creating something, I don't give a fuck. If you've worked your way up through the ranks, I don't care. That doesn't mean shit to me. It means literally absolutely zero to me. You can be the, the, uh, the, the CEO of Google. I don't give a fuck. What did you, what, you didn't start Google. It doesn't matter to me. You're not the creator. You're just a guy that played the politics well enough. You went to a good enough school. You got your education, whatever. You have the skills to run this thing, but you don't have the skills that I admire for the, the crazy bastard that started that shit. 
And I'm sure the CEO of Google doesn't give a fuck what I think, but I'm just saying in general. With the people I'm dealing with, somebody sitting there trying to like flex on me with some like uh, material shit. It's like, bro, I don't care. What have you created? What legacy are you leaving, right? You're going to get, what, a, a fake gold watch from your employer someday, a pat on the back, and then be replaced. I could fall off the earth tomorrow and there's still going to be hundreds of hours of bullshit that my great-grandkids can go back and listen to and be like, wow, my grandfather was fucked up. Um, anyways, bro, I like driving slow in the left lane just to remind people to uh, slow down and smell the flowers sometimes, you know? Everybody's always in a hurry, and I think it's good for us to just kind of pump the brakes, literally uh, and metaphorically speaking. So I encourage you all, when you have all the time in the world, just get in the left lane and slow everybody down. They will appreciate it. They will probably honk out of joy. And just to remind you, be like, you know what? I'm very grateful that somebody reminded me that life moves way too fast and sometimes we just need to slow down. So everybody get in the left lane, drive slow. Be sure to leave a rating for this podcast. Uh, write me an email, lordpettypodcast at gmail.com. Share this with your best friend if you have a friend. You know, they always say, one more thing here. They always say you become the, the, the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I just want to know who has five friends because that doesn't make any sense to me. But anyways, leave a rating. Please subscribe. I uh, love y'all very much. Thank you so much for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation. Follow me on the social media sites at Lord Petty, some form of underscore. Get my book, The Petty Principles, on Amazon. You can get one of these shirts if you want on Amazon as well. Find the Lord Petty merch page on Amazon. Uh, it's actually a little cheaper there than on my website. So if you stuck around long enough, now you have that tip. Go get yourself a I Don't Buy Taxes shirt or something. And uh, yeah, God, I offer you so much. I give you so much and ask for nothing in return. Okay, deuces.